0: Uh, good morning to everybody. I was told that when this, when this group from Advancement got here, that I was going to start. Can everybody hear me? Yes, no, maybe. Okay. Good to be here with you guys today. I guess we're in, in the round here, and some of you are uh, not looking at the sun. That's smart. Way to be. Um, most of you guys know me uh, from public safety. I, uh, am, I was a student here, I did graduate from here, so I wanted you to know that. But what I wanted to talk about this morning was, you know, this time of year, at least it is for me, uh, summer, uh, sort of a dry time. Now, camp notwithstanding, I know we got three weeks of camp this month, but camp notwithstanding, this has always been sort of a dry time for me, mainly because the students are not here, right? The kids are not here. And the students are, are are the lifeblood of this university. We know that in this time of year, sometimes we feel like maybe we're we're needing a, a bit of a blood transfusion, right? If they're the we just can't wait for them to get back, at least I can't wait for them to get back. And as a result, I find myself and uh, maybe some of you as well, I don't know, are going through sort of a, a dry time in your life, okay, or a dry period. you know I mean. It's kind of blah sometimes, and things may not be going your way, or maybe nothing's happening, and you're going through sort of a dry time. So uh, if you are, if you're in a situation uh, for which you didn't ask, and you're enduring as best you can, and hoping and praying for better days to come, um, you're in some pretty good company. I mean, biblical company. I mean, guys like Joseph, of whom we read, and most of us know the story, starting in uh, Genesis chapter 37, uh, Joseph, the, uh, the favorite son of his father, had a knack for interpreting dreams, something not always appreciated by his brothers. And here again we know the story, sold into slavery, has a pretty good position in Potiphar's household for a while until as a result of his refusal to sin with Potiphar's wife and all the false accusations attached to that, gets tossed into prison. And in spite of the fact that the Lord was with him all the way, Joseph still expresses some frustration over uh, the times he's going through, the way he was treated, the things that are happening, um, even to the extent of bemoaning the fact that he uh, he had done nothing worthy of being in jail. He says in Genesis 40 and 15, "...for I was in fact kidnapped from the land of the Hebrews, and even here I've done nothing that they should put me in the dungeon." But there's a part of that story that sometimes we might overlook or we might miss. If you look at Genesis chapter 39 and verse 20, you'll find that Joseph was in jail, as the Bible says, with the king's prisoners. In other words, he was in jail with the politicians. Now, pause for a moment let you make your own joke about that. He was in jail with the politicians. In other words, he was in a place where he could learn about the inner workings of the government headed up by a pharaoh who we know was very, very capricious. You could be on this guy's good side one day and be on his bad side the next day for doing relatively nothing out of line. And so Joseph learned in jail how to work with this particular Pharaoh because he would be working with him one day very soon. And most of us know the rest of the story as well as God worked through Joseph to save the lives of many through a famine, quite notably those who would be the ancestors of the Messiah, Jesus, through whom a great many more would be saved. And as Joseph said to his brothers in Genesis chapter 50 and verse 20, as for you... You meant evil against me. But God meant it for good in order to bring about this present result, in order to preserve many people alive. And so you've got the story of Joseph, a guy who was going through a pretty bad time, but God was actually preparing him for something bigger, something greater, something that would be of such magnitude that actually it's felt to the present day if you are a follower of Jesus. And certainly there are other stories of those whom God brought through some tough Trying even some dry times in their lives. You've got a guy like Moses. Moses, who went from the penthouse of growing up in the Egyptian king's palace from the penthouse to the outhouse of pasturing his father-in-law's flock in the land of Midian out in the middle of nowhere for 40 years. But God was still working in his life. God was still preparing him for the huge task of leading Israel out of Egypt to the edge, the precipice of the promised land. And then you got a guy like Job. And we know that his difficulties, his trials are well documented. And yet even through Job's difficulties, God was still working in his life to bring him to a greater understanding of the Almighty after all was said and done. Job is quoted in Job chapter 42, verses 5 and 6, and saying to God, I've heard of you by the hearing of the ear, but now my eye sees you, therefore I retract and I repent in dust and ashes. And just as God promised Ezekiel to bring life to the dry bones of which we read in Ezekiel 37, the return of Israel from Babylonian captivity as well as the eventual establishing of the Messianic kingdom, God will relieve whatever dry times, whatever tough times, you or I. Maybe experiencing. And the bottom line, what I want to leave with you today as you go back to your air-conditioned office, I promise, I, I promise I'd, I'd get you out of here before it got to be 100 degrees. God is always working in our lives. Even during times when it looks like nothing is happening, even during the tough times when it seems like everything is against us. In reality... God is always preparing us for something greater as we share in this mission on this campus of serving God through Jesus by serving the students that he sends our way. So what I'm leaving with you today is hang in there even to go through a difficult time. God is always, always, always working even when appearances may say something else. I'm thrilled to death that this many of you guys would come today. So I thank you and it's getting hot out here so um, I don't know everybody go to Starbucks I don't know or go back to your office but it's good to have all you guys out here today and I think I kept it to five minutes Mike did I I told Mike I told my now what I learned the three rules of preaching stand up speak up shut up and that's what I'm about to do so you guys have a good day I'll probably see you out here at 3 30.